I'm back. Hi guys, welcome back to Drunk Thoughts But Sober. I hope you're all having an amazing week. I am back, as some of you may or may not know. Before we get started on today's episode, which is going to be things I will secretly judge you for, we need to do our fun fact of the day. Did you know that Dalmatians are not born with spots and the spots develop over the time? Weird. So I hate to admit it, but I would say I am a pretty judgy person on the inside, okay? Unless I'm very close to you. If you come up to me and you're like, what do you think about this dress? What do you think about these shoes? It could be the most fugly outfit in the world, on this planet, in this terrestrial plane. And I would be like, yeah, it's good. Like maybe switch this out, but like, I, yeah, you look great. But in my mind, that is a whole different story. Imagine that you are in my brain and we're in a room and it's white and there's little file cabinets. Yeah, so each of those file cabinets has memories, something that I might judge you for. And there's like a little pee running around gathering all these things and then there is another pea that is filtering out and stopping you from saying anything mean and that's how i imagine that my judgmental process works in my brain to begin if you have a loud car i'm sitting at a stoplight i am enjoying my day It's sunny out. I have great tunes popping. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fresh. And there is a Lamborghini next to me. I admire your car. It's nice. It's sleek. Probably more expensive than my life. And then the light turns green. And as one does, I hit go. And I start accelerating. And then out of nowhere... Like, I cannot stand it. I cannot stand it. You are breaking nature's peace and calmness with this stupid, like, machine. What are you trying to prove? Like, you're giving me small dick energy. Like, what are you trying to prove? Obviously, someone hurt you. You're damaged. You know, I think... Maybe that's signifying that you feel that you aren't heard. So then you feel like you need to buy a car that will make you heard. But then, like, everyone just looks at you and they're like, what the fuck, buddy? Number two, I have I have a few car ones. If you wear AirPods when you're driving, one, honey, what happened to your radio? Two, do you, could you plug your phone in? Three, could you use 
your speakerphone, but no. You resort to AirPods? AirPods? When you're in the car? I just, I cannot even imagine, like, what that experience would be like. Like, you're just sitting there, and you have your little AirPods in. You know, because if you wear AirPods and you're, like, going on a run, you're in your own bubble. Why the fuck do you need to be in your own bubble if you're in your car, which is already a bubble? Like, it just does not make sense. And the warranty on those bitches, it's it's gonna wear down thin if you're wearing them while you're buzzing around your little car. I would suggest getting FM, whatever the fuck. Just a suggestion. If you tail other people. When I first started driving, my mom said, like, stop, like, you need to not drive so close to that person. One, it's dangerous. Two, it's just bad manners. And I was, like, in a bad mood. So after about a year of driving, I learned why my mom told me that tailing people was, like, so annoying because... It literally only happens to me. Even my friends have noticed. Like, whenever they're in the car with me, it happens. But then, like, anytime they're driving, like, it never happens. So, it doesn't matter if it's a two-minute drive to the store or if it's, like, a five-hour drive. I will always see a cop and I will always get tailed at one point or another. It is so weird. I don't know if it's my car. Like, I my car's name is Mo. She's very feminine. So low-key sexism? Like, I don't know. Why my car? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it doesn't happen to anyone, but it's like without fail every single time I go driving, I see a cop and I get tailed. And it is so freaking annoying. I don't care if you're in upstate New York because like if you're biking in LA they probably have the nice bike lanes I still think there's a high risk of people like killing you be like running you over like a little beetle because there are so many cars and so many people that like don't know how to drive but I also like I think it's the environment that makes people like not know how to drive because you have to be kind of aggressive. If you don't take a risky turn to get out of the parking lot, you're going to be stuck in the parking lot for like 10 hours. You got to take the chance sometimes. But here, you're expected to bike on a strip of sidewalk or like, no, like shoulder or whatever the fuck it's called. This shoulder is skinnier than my waist will ever be. The second you pass that yellow line or the white line that's like on your left, you are in danger. Also, like, even if you're in the line, like, people will go into your fucking shoulder because they don't care. Cars are big. You're small. I don't fuck with biking. Like, yeah, I'll bike on a trail, but, like, even imagining that, like, makes my lungs hurt. So, no, I won't even bike on a trail. Thank you. So, I feel like a lot of these have to do somewhat with narcissism. Uh, like for the first one, the revving car engine, because I feel like if you have the revving car engine, either your self-esteem is really low and you need to compensate for it, or you have a raging God complex and you just, you need everyone to know. Because if you were secure in yourself in the most serious way possible, like if you were secure with yourself, most humble people that are successful do things 
without expecting something back in return. They do things without yelling, shouting from the rooftops, saying, look at what amazing things I did. Grind in silence. So if you have your stupid revving engine, you probably have some sort of identity crisis that you need to work on. May I suggest therapy? To add on to another thing that may or may not indicate that you either have low self-esteem or you have a raging God complex, that would be if your home screensaver is of yourself. See, I don't care if your screensaver is like you and like a group of friends, you and a few friends on the beach. That's cute. Like good memories, good vibes. If you have a picture of just yourself because you need to like look at yourself every time you want to check what time it is, check your Snapchat, check your Instagram, and your face like every time you swipe to home, like your face is just there. That's scary. I don't know what kind of stuff that person could unleash. I remember one time I was in school and I, I'm literally just looking at, like, it wasn't like I was, you know, eavesdropping or anything. Like, it was during our morning meeting. I was like, I want to leave. And I'm, like, looking around and this kid's phone is just, like, floating around. Like, he's not holding it or anything. And some notification popped up or something. And I look and his fucking lock screen is literally just like a close-up body shot of like himself and I'm like you're fucking joking scary times out here stay safe as much as I even may be super strongly opinionated towards one side or the other I do think that most of the time there is somewhat of a reasonable argument even on the other side like I in the sense of like I could see why someone else would be fighting for that argument except for the like COVID bullshit when people are like no like don't do the vaccines because of the secret magnets or whatever like that's one thing and I think religion is separate from you know just these conspiracies because if you're super religious like I do think that if that's part of your faith and not being vaccinated is part of that like I think are that valid but what I wanted to get to are people that won't budge with their opinions I could name a bunch of people off the top of my head most of the time it has to do with politics but also it'll be just like a part of their personality my way or the highway buddy You know, like, I will not budge. And I will say, even I can be pretty stubborn at times. Maybe we should look at the flip side of, like, why that person may be thinking what they're thinking. Had this AP Gov class, and a lot of the people in there were super strongly opinionated people. The classroom was, like, split down the middle. You were either super loud, you needed everyone to know your opinion, and you would not budge with other people's opinions. And it's not even like, oh, I'm listening, but I still think you're wrong. It's like, I'm not even gonna fucking listen. You're wrong and I'm right. Someone actually like blatantly said that. Like, your opinion is stupid and I'm right. Um, Fun times. And then the other side of the room was just like people that would stay silent, especially I think because like, it's a very like intimidating atmosphere when people are that harsh with their opinions 
like it's like they're forcing their opinions on you, devalidating your own opinions. And and also like a lot of times this also comes with elevated voice levels, even dare I say to the point of like screaming. So I think that there's a lot of division in our country this day, like to this day, because of the people that are like so strongly opinionated and I think you can try to change other people's perspectives and be like well I just wanted to give you another angle on this issue but if you're so closed off to the extent that you are like I'm right you're wrong you look stupid I'm going to humiliate you because your opinion is wrong because I know that that I'm so sure of myself that I am right because I have all this power I need to be loud I need to be heard I think that's when it gets toxic and I don't think that there should ever be a time when you are blatantly telling someone else your opinion is stupid I'm so much more superior than you basically like go and fuck yourself like you should never get to that point where you're saying that to another person because that's just disrespectful at that point that's not even like oh I'm really trying to get my point across no you can really try to get your point across in a respectful way on a lighter note let's talk about food I will silently judge you if you eat raw cookie dough. So it's one thing if you're baking a cake, you're making cookies, whatever, and you lick the batter. Like, whatever. Cute. I do it too, and it's great. But if you, like, go to the store and buy, like, I guess stores, like, have, like, literal tubs of, like, raw cookie dough, that can't be good for you. And people will just, like, eat, like, scoops and scoops of it. Like, it just, that, to me, that's like eating raw eggs. We need to, ha- we have to go through a process before we consume the food. And it just, it feels wrong that that cooking process is skipped and you're just eating raw cookie dough. Also, I've never been a frosting person. If you're the kind of person that pees sometimes, especially when it comes to fancy cupcakes, where they have the fondant, like think Cupcake Wars, like they, they put that shit all up on the cupcake, like they load the frosting. If I see someone lick like the whole fucking dollop of frosting, I will feel physically ill, nauseating, psychopath. How? How? Because if anything, I'm the exact opposite way. I will basically take the frosting And I'll take my finger and I'll wipe off like four-fifths of it. And then you have the perfect thin layer goes down nice. Same thing with like Smucker's peanut butter and jelly. To die for Uncrustables. I went around town. I went to every single Wegmans and they were out of stock. My world was shattering. I went to Aldi. I went to Price Right. I went to BJ's. Apparently you can't shop at BJ's without a stupid card. I feel that that would, I, maybe their business model is like, okay, well, if we have them subscribe because they're that fucking passionate about shopping in bulk, then the people will always come back because they don't want to waste the money, make it worth it. For the person that doesn't want to pay the monthly fee to shop at BJ's because it's 
frankly not not that amazing then i think that you're losing such a big customer basis or something Basically, what I was saying about the Uncrustables is if I have an Uncrustable without fail every single time, as much as I love those things, and I will say, I saw that they have Uncrustables that are only peanut butter, no jelly, only peanut butter. Do you know how dry that would be? White bread, dry peanut butter and more white bread. Imagine that going down your throat. You would need to create spit in order for that to be a comfortable experience. If you eat Uncrustables that only have peanut butter in them, that's kind of psychopathic. But I will say, in the original Smuckers, strawberry, strawberry, not grape, strawberry, which is the best one, I will always smush the Uncrustable a little bit so that some of the jelly, like, gets out. Because I do think that, like, if you... If you go into it too hard and you try to eat all the jelly, like, it will, like, make you feel nauseous. Or maybe it's just me. I don't know. Same thing with frosting on cake. Like, I always, like, cut the frosting, like, off the cake. And then I'll eat the cake, take a little forkful of the frosting, and go about it like that. If you don't like the crust on the pizza, I went out to Italian with my friend her family the other day. We're about to get up. They paid the check. And we're going to leave, right? I look down and I see not just her, but also her brother had the crust left on their plate. Like three pieces of crust. Horrified. If anything, I will literally buy a pizza and only eat the crust and like the first inch of the pizza. Tell me why. Okay, I was always a corner piece person. Not even just like one side had crust on it. Like, no, like I needed like at least two sides to have fucking crust on it. If you were a middle kind of pizza person, that is psychopathic. No, because I remember she I was taking cheese off of mine and my friend was like, can I have your cheese? And I was like, yeah, go for it. Because like, I I don't like how oily it is. There's just like too much. I love cheese, don't get me wrong. But it gets to a point where you have so much cheese in your mouth that you're like, this actually feels violating, nauseating, not okay. Something that just like should not happen. The only other thing that I can compare it to is like eating a mozzarella stick and you get like too much cheese and you're like, because there's like too much invading. So I'm a crust hawk. Um, I will get you. Last food thing that I will judge you for. If you drink milk straight out of the fucking, like, carton. Or, I mean, like, not even that. Like, if you pour milk into a glass and just drink it, it's it's horrifying to me. Like, my cousins, like, used to, like, chug. Like, they would go through, like, a gallon of milk in like one sitting the three of them together um I don't I've just never been a milk person like even when I was little they're like calcium for your bones osteoporosis I hope my bones fucking chip and when I'm a grandma I'll break my hip and have a hip replacement and have a piece of metal in my hip I would rather do that also isn't it weird that humans are the only species that drink another species' breast milk. And, like, the whole system, like, the dairy system is, like, so fucked, too. Because it's, like, they have the moms and they put all these chemicals in the moms so that they'll make milk. Because you only make, like, 
same with humans. Like, you only make milk when you're, like, having a baby so that you can feed the fucking baby. So what these factories do, um, as I talked about in the previous episode, because we as humans are like, I want to have as much milk, as much quantity, as fast as possible, efficiency, blah, blah, blah. Efficiency over quality is basically like everything in America personally. That's how I feel about it. Um, And then we inject the cows with like this crap so that they make milk when they're not supposed to actually be making milk. Because there's like a re like a rebound kind of like phase that they have to go through before they like produce milk again after they went through like the cycle of having a baby. And then also if they give birth to a baby cow that's a boy, that cow, like if it's on a dairy farm, that cow will usually one of two things. It'll use it'll either like go and be bred like with another cow so that they can keep making babies because these factories want to pop out as many babies as possible, right? Or it'll be sent off to a veal farm. Whenever I see veal on a menu, I just, I shudder. Like, it is so sad to me. Like, everyone, like, with the abortion opinion, when they say, oh, well, the the fetus is a living thing, too. Okay, and you're eating that while, or you're saying that while you're eating veal. Okay. I just, the whole dairy industry is fucked. And it's sad because, like, I love cheese. I love, I love cheese so much. And I love ice cream. I don't think I could ever, I'm so severely lactose intolerant, but I don't think that I could like go vegan. Vegan cheese is not the same. Vegan ice cream is not the same. Vegan pastries are not the same. It's just, it's a texture thing for me. And also like, I don't, I haven't found a milk that I absolutely like love like soy milk is a no almond milk is a no um oat milk is like okay but like okay if you're pouring yourself a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch I will without fail always go for regular milk I think it's kind of sinful to put fake milk in a bowl with like good quality cereal it it makes me uncomfortable the the almond taste, the soy taste, whatever the fuck, it interferes with the flavor of the cereal. And it just, it shatters the experience. Now, I just wanted to add some miscellaneous ones that didn't really, like, go to any category in particular. Um, one, I would say, would be if you don't charge your phone at night. I don't know. Like, it makes me so insanely uncomfortable. Someone's like, oh, my phone's at 5%. Like, I don't charge it at night. What? Like, I don't, it's like brushing my teeth for me. Like you, it has to be plugged in. If it's not plugged in, like I will be awake staring at the ceiling being like, what did I forget? I needed to do something, but I forgot it. How? That's like psychopathic. I don't know. Another thing if you are wearing white shoes and they're like dirty okay granted everyone has like some kind of beater shoe and that's like fine you know even i do 
but I, especially if it's like I don't care if it's like an Air Force. I think it's when it gets to me is like if it's a fancy shoe. Don't wear Alexandra Queens or off-white sneakers that have shit all over them. Like it looks so bad. Like it looks like you don't take care of yourself. Is that like how you want to like present yourself to people? I don't know. Like maybe I just look too deeply into things and I care too much about what people think. But like I will literally like if I see a speck of dirt on my shoe when I get home, I will take an old toothbrush and I will do baking soda, hydrogen peroxide, scrub it, leave it on for a few minutes, wash that off, dry it off. Then I'll put whitening toothpaste on the the shoe, like the side of the shoe, and then again, leave it for like five minutes or something, wash it off, see where we are there, repeat the process if needed. Like, I don't, maybe I'm just a psychopath, but I just, I cannot stand when people are wearing fancy white shoes that like have dirt all over them. Unless they're golden gooses and they came that way. No, like it just, it looks like you don't care about like how you present yourself to people um i would say another thing is how you treat waiters and stuff especially if we're like on a date or something or if i you know am hanging out with like a new friend and i don't really know them that well yet i would say especially like the phrases that you use to order things because as a waitress, I remember um, when people would be like, I need a mac and cheese. I'm like, what, bitch, what do you mean? You need a mac and cheese? Like, could you say, like, I would like. Um, I also don't like when people are like, I'll take some French fries. I mean, maybe if you're, like, at a burger joint, like, that would be fine. But, like, if, like, oh, this was, like, at a country club. And they're like, I'll take some French fries and I need a Coca-Cola. I'm like, okay, do you want to get it? Like, it just, it feels so disrespectful. And I think like knowing what it's like to be on the receiving end of that, um, I'm just so much more conscious about like how I talk to employees and stuff. We don't, as an employee, like we don't want to be there in the first place. Like, you should be thanking us for, like, bringing out your food and, like, not poisoning you, you know? So I just, I think that, I think if you look at your phone too much at meals, I don't care if we're friends, I don't care if we're dating, I don't care if it's family. Like, if you look at your phone too much during meals, it, like, it irks me so much, especially if you're, like, asking someone a question, you're like, hey, like, what day is this? And then they, like, don't even look up at you, don't even respond to the question. And then five minutes later, you're, like, you repeat the question. And they're, like, huh? Did you say something? I can't stand that. Another thing or a few things that I might judge you for, um, if you're a guy and you're wearing flip-flops, immediately no. I don't know why they make me uncomfortable. I think feet and like toes in general kind of make me like upset, but um especially if it's like guy toes. I don't know why guy toes are like even more gross to me. Um but that just is how it is. Um yeah.
we got to cover up those toes and bunions. And um, another thing is if you're in the grocery store and you, okay, I always do self-checkout. I feel bad for the cashiers because like, I think like if I was a cashier, I would want more people, but like the self-checkout is always faster and like, you don't have to like awkwardly stand there and just like watch them package your crap and then yeah, I don't like that. So I'd like to do self-checkout. When you're at self-checkout, they usually have a sign that literally says five items or less or like 20 items or less. When I see someone, so there's two types of carts, at least at Wegmans. There's the ones where it's like a smaller cart and it, there's a top shelf and a bottom shelf of the cart. And then there's like the bigger carts that are like the standard size of a shopping cart, like a Target. If I see someone going to self-checkout with like not, I mean like, okay, granted, like if it's a big cart and you only have a few things in it, fine by me. I'm telling you the other day I saw this bitch. She comes in with this cart. It was like Santa Claus was in town. It was overflowing and she just starts scanning i'm like you're fucking kidding me she was probably there for like at least 15 minutes and of course like she was like messing up the scans and they're like someone like a person will be over to attend to you like 50 different times because you can't fucking scan it right like it is excruciating if you have that many groceries, like even if I had that many groceries, I wouldn't want to do self-checkout. I would want to go to a cashier and have them handle it. Like that's what they are there for. And the line was so long. Like it was like down one of the aisles of the store for freaking self-checkout. I don't know why. Also, I don't know if this was just, I don't know, maybe it was like a weekend that was Memorial Day or something, and I, like, wasn't aware of it, but basically, I go to Wegmans at, like, 3.30 in the afternoon. I know rush hour is usually around, like, 5, 5.30, right? That's standard. What the heck is happening on at 3.30 on a Thursday, okay? I walk into Wegmans, I have never, like, I've seen it that busy, but, like, if it's, like, Super Bowl weekend or Christmas or like something, okay? What is going on at 3:30 in the middle of the week, in the middle of the workday? It was the strangest thing ever. Like every, almost every single parking spot in the huge parking lot was full. Like you couldn't walk down an aisle without like five other people like going in different directions. It was so chaotic, so uncomfortable. Like, no, it it was not the vibe. To add, another thing that I hate is one-uppers. People, we all have that friend or relative or like someone that isn't really a friend, but they think that you're friends with them, but you don't actually like them. You'll say, oh my gosh, yes, I've actually been really happy with my life so far. Especially like if you're saying like I just got out of like a depressive phase or like 
my dog died. And like you preface it saying like, I was having a hard time before and now I'm doing better. And they're like, oh, really? And then they always flip it onto like them. They, <laughs> you could be like, my grandma died. And they'd be like, oh my God, my grandma died too. And it was so sad. And like, she died in a car crash and she was saving someone. And I'd be like, oh, my grandma died of dementia. Like it just, like, I cannot stand it. You know, you'll say I am super happy. Um, My baby took her first steps the other day. And then you'll be like, really? My baby is so premature. Like she took her steps like the second she popped out of the womb and she's actually in skiing lessons now. And oh, just my little angel. Shut up. Stop making everything about yourself. It's so awkward for the person on the receiving end of it because then like, one, they know that when whenever you ask them, hey, like, how are you? Or like, whenever they ask you a question, it's not because they genuinely care. It's because they're, or maybe they do. I don't know. Because I do know that there's some people that do that unintentionally and they don't realize that they're being a one-upper. Um, but I feel like if it's to that extent, like, you have to know what you're doing in a little fraction of your brain. I don't know. I just, I I can't stand that. And, you know, it doesn't let people feel like they're being heard or, like, validated or anything. It just moves right on to, you know, how they're feeling, their experience with that. Like, it's very awkward. And then you kind of just stand there and you're like, mm, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And then they'll sometimes like get defensive if you don't like congratulate them a lot or like enough for their standards. And they're like, did you hear me? Like I won the participation award yesterday. And you're like, uh-huh. The, the participation award. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah, that's amazing. And they're like, I know. I'm like, bitch. Okay. Moving on from food, now I'm going to talk a little bit about, I don't know what category this would be under, maybe like pop culture, pop culture, or like today's society, I don't fucking know, okay, well, it's horoscopes, so I think that the whole horoscope thing, I think it's fascinating, like, not even being sarcastic, like, I do think it's fascinating. I love, you know, reading what horoscope I am, reading what aura I am, and reading the whole fucking chart, which is, like, the rising moon, the sun, and the Venus of it all. Like, yeah, I think that's great, and I think if you're bored, like, it is so fun, like, personality tests, like, what color do I expel in my aura? I think that stuff is fucking fantastic. But, I'm going to tread on this lately. I think that I love, you know, if I say like, yeah, I was born on this day. I'm not going to tell you my birthday, you stalker. Joking. Um, 
And then someone will be like, oh my God, you're a Libra. Oh my God, you're a this. And then I'm like, yeah. Because like personally, besides Aries and Taurus, those are the only ones that I know like quick recall. Come on, quick recall. Will you someone be proud? Um, but besides that, like I don't know any of the other ones on top on the top of my head. Like it also goes for amendments. First Amendment, freedom of speech. Second, right to bear arms. The other eight, I have no fucking idea. And I think um, it's fun if you can, like, be like, if you can test their knowledge and be like, ooh, so, like, what's my rising sun? What's my Venus? What does that mean? Because I do think that it's, like, mad impressive if people, like, have that much knowledge that they can, like, go around a room and, like, tell anyone, like, their chart and what it means. I think that's, like, crazy um but I think there's a fine line because sometimes it can get like kind of creepy like if you're pulling out like a mm, thousand page Webster dictionary looking book that is like filled with horoscopes and like your like whole entire Instagram account is like my horoscope my horoscope oh well today's horoscope was this so I think this like I think there's a fine line piece like sometimes I'll get kind of creeped out if people are too invested in the horoscope thing. Um, you know, everything in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. And then next. AAVI. African American variant English. AAV variant something. Which is basically those little white boys in the suburbs that listen to rap music to get pumped for their for their semi-sectional game right and they're like fuck bitches money gang 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 pop pop i'm gonna shoot you um so here's my take on it i do think there are some great rap songs out there some classics you know, I will admit, like, rap music is fun to get hyped for a game, okay? And I think that there are even, like, some rappers that, like, actually focus on their lyrics, because a lot of times, they're not focusing on the lyrics, they're just focusing to the beat, which is, like, most music these days. But I think when it crosses a line is the way that these little white suburb boys are aspiring to be like people in a gang. And I think along with video games, um, because I think that like video games normalize violence to like a scary level. Like I do think it's all kind of fucking interconnected. Like the school shootings, the like more violence going on, more drugs going on. A lot of it has to do with us having technology and you can see a post of a person that you've never met before that lives on the other side of the fucking world. Um, and yeah, it's remarkable and it's great. But at the same time, I think that it is a double-edged sword because now we're having these video games. One, people get addicted to video games. Two, it just, it normalizes violence. Because if you're, you know, virtually shooting people all day, you know, you get acclimated to it and it becomes normal. 
If you only listen to rap music and you're only watching rap music videos and you're only following rappers on Instagram, you're going to get acclimated to it. And then you kind of like start becoming it. And like, I just think that it is scary how we are just so immune to like all of this like violence going on. Like you see a school shooting on the news and you're like, eh, yeah, another one. Like, of course it's tragic, but it's like they happen every like two weeks now. It's awful. And I think that in part, some of it has to do with toy guns. Like when I was little, um, I found like a toy gun. I don't know where. And my mom was like, put that down. And I was like, why? Like, it's fake. And she was like, I don't care if it's fake. Like, it's the symbolism of like you pretending to shoot someone. And I didn't understand it at the time. But like now, like I see it so crystal clearly why she was saying that. Because it's so normalized. Nerf guns, video games, rap culture, all of that. Same thing with misogyny. A lot of times, okay, one, all of the girls that the guys follow on Instagram, Summer Rae, the fitness models with huge butts, boob implants, like all of that stuff, it breeds misogyny because these boys aren't following them because they respect these women and they are looking up to no like they're only thinking of one thing when they're following these people and frankly like it's quite disgusting that that is the norm it's the expectation and same thing with the rap music videos every single rap music video has some sort of scene where they're like sexualizing a girl in it whether it's she's shaking her butt or it's a room full of girls shaking their butts it is frankly pretty disgusting how normalized like this like misogyny is yeah so what do I mean by that you may ask well what I mean is that there is so much violence I mean even in Rochester I live in the city and we are literally like probably seven minutes away from like the hood like a bad hood like they compare it to like detroit and like the west side of chicago like per capita like it's kind of wild um and there's so much poverty the school systems are so fucked and and like the graduation rate is just it's so low, like, it's it's tragic, really. You have to work so much harder to even graduate high school, go to college. It is so rare to see inner-city kids go to college. And all the violence, uncles being shot, brothers, dads, grandfathers, kids, friends. And you're telling me, a white boy from the suburbs, your dad's a banker, your mom's a surgeon, you're white, not Latino, not Asian, nothing like that. Like, you are white white okay and you are so heavily influenced by this culture that you feel the need to talk and because you're cool right you're gonna like kind of high-key culturally appropriate so you can cool and gang right one that's like cultural appropriation to the max it's one thing to wear like cornrows it's another thing to like talk it 
eat, sleep, breathe it. Like it's kind of horrifying how like our culture, if you're popular, especially if you're a popular boy, you are probably listening to rap music and you're probably talking. You're going to talk in AAVE, African-American vernacular English, which is basically like when someone who isn't black tries to talk like the people and i'm pretty sure it was created um during slavery because there were a bunch of different dialects coming to america and um i think the slaves needed a way to communicate with their slaveholders i'm not really sure but its original purpose was definitely not for white people to culturally appropriate and i think that why would you you have so much privilege as a white person you will literally never be discriminated and if you are discriminated it's laughable like you're not gonna laugh if you're called the c word if you're asian or if you're called the n word if you're black that's not laughable but like if they call you something and you're white they're like okay rolls off my back you know what i mean and I think that if you are given everything in the world, you go to a great public school in the suburbs, you're white, everyone in your family's white, you literally don't know what it means to be oppressed or anything, and you have no interest in learning what it means to be oppressed or anything like that because you're so fucking sheltered, and yet you're like, I so badly want to eat, sleep, and breathe this lifestyle of people that would do anything to be in your position. They would do anything to have a good education, to have a meal on their table. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode today. I hope you all have an amazing week. And I'm kind of wondering if this podcast is going to have a trend where it always gets a little bit more serious towards the end. But I think that some of the topics that were brought up were important and insightful. And I hope that it maybe will bud some questions of your own that you can talk to and discuss among other people. So I hope y'all have a great week. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.